0: That body. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill.
1: everyone doing today? Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy here, Scott, the creator and host of the channel Woke Society. He's here to bring you the happenings of, news of the day in a fun, entertaining way, as we always do, and I want to welcome in real quick my co-host, I find it. How's it going, my friend? Man, it's going great. Another beautiful day down here in South Alabama. Another beautiful day, my friend. Another beautiful day, and uh, I'm glad it's beautiful down there, because from what we're seeing out here, Biden is slowly destroying this country um, in more ways than one. And uh, I try to avoid Biden as much as I can throughout the week because of everything going on. But today it's unavoidable. So we're going to try to make it as palpable as possible for all of you out there. Just want to say thank you to all my mods and the Woke fan for always showing up to these shows and being here with us to listen to us on the other side of the microphone. But either way, welcome in, guys. Let me know where you're all from in the chat. We are on DLive. We're on Twitch. We're on thefoxhole.app, pill.net, Roku, and, of course, CloudHub and all those uh, fantastic... Fantastic platforms coming at you live here, and uh, we're gonna get in some amazing content as always. We're gonna be talking about what's going on at the border as usual. The numbers are out and they're absolutely awful. And wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you know? There was an exclusive here that we're gonna go over from the Washington Examiner, talking about how Joe Biden's former uh, tran- one of his former transition staff is making millions of dollars off of this contract that's still to go to uh, go through uh, through ICE. To house all these migrants and their children. It's absolutely terrible. So, we're going to get into so many things. And then, we got, first of all, we got to get into our news blitz. Before we get into that, let's get into today's sponsor the boys over on Pill.net, the guys that have made Pill.net and the Foxhole.app, the brother and sister platform. Let's hear from Matt, our developer, as we get into the show here. Here we go.
0: Step in the virtual haven of Pill.net, where you remain an individual. You are in control. Experience all that Pill.net has to offer. Create dynamic topics with videos, links, text, anything you want. Load topics. Activate filters. Get verified. Go live. Escape the onslaught of ads and privacy scares. Let's get back to what social media was meant to be on Pill.net.
1: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Matt. Guys, if you haven't opened up a Pill.net, you know, the Pill.net pill.net or the Foxhole.up account yet you need to go open one right now it's absolutely free and it's a sensor free platform we are literally building the future to house patriots that want free speech to want to do shows and not have to worry about getting shadow banned or kicked or demonetized or any of that stuff we're on there now there was some major upgrades done to it and it's getting better and better we're on there now it hasn't disconnected and i'm so happy uh that we're doing this live man and yeah, so yeah, this is awesome you guys need to get over there it's a great community that we're building over there and all that good stuff one of these days we're gonna see here just a minute with the news blitz that these uh especially twitch out there everyone on twitch uh it's it's a ticking time bomb over there what you're gonna see here in just a moment here the news blitz man is i'm gonna explain here in just a moment so i'm ready to go man are you oh yeah let's do it let's do the news blitz shall we Let's see what we got here first. Oh, just like what I was talking about. So, guys, this is from Disclose.TV. You want to see a new level of censorship coming on the way? Twitch, just in. The video portal Twitch, which belongs to Amazon, announced that users will now also be suspended for actions beyond the platform. <laughs> Welcome to the next level of censorship. The next level after this level. If you're suspended from Twitch, you won't be able to use Amazon anymore. Now, that was more tongue-in-cheek. That's not news, but the top part certainly was, I find it. What if... uh what if you're filmed doing something at a family outing that Twitch may not agree with? Does that count as far as uh, as as far as means to take you off the platform? According to this, anything outside their platform can be deemed as actions to take you down. Dude, this is why I'm saying people that are still on these platforms, it is only a matter of time. What do you think about this? That's what it
2: sounds like to me. It sounds like anything they find outside of, even if it's outside of their platform, which that why should they even, you know, give a crap? Why should they give a crap what anybody does in their own home or outside their own lives if they're not on their stupid platform, man? And <laughs> dude, the, you were you were right. You called this so long ago about everything needed to be sovereign. And uh, man, I just got to give you props on that one because that's exactly what everybody needs to do. They need to head right on over to Foxhole. You get out of
1: these, uh, these, these places, man, these platforms. That's it, and that's why I keep saying, guys, it's no joke that I, it's not—it's not a coincidence. I just played the pill—the pill that for you guys. This is what I'm saying. There is going to be no safe place in these big tech platforms after a while. And the thing is, they can just blanket statement literally anything now on Twitch and deem it um, as actions necessary to take you out. Now, even if you didn't do anything on their platform, anybody—you you know how easily targeted you could be. If and these tech companies all talk to each other, there's groups of people these uh, these tech companies don't like they're going to be watching in other platforms and you know damn well it's going to be a domino effect and pretty much pretty soon no one's going to be allowed on any of these platforms and good riddance honestly because that's why exactly why we are doing what we're doing on foxhole.app that's exactly why and in other news here i think i might have gone over this yesterday this was some uh, not this was some pretty breaking news but i wanted to show it anyways again from the gateway pundit the Protect Democracy Project—that is what these Dems are calling their. they Their. They're again. We're protecting you from all these terrorists out here who want to overturn the election. But we found out the group that's threatening the auditors, like Joven Pulitzer, they all have connections to Obama, Soros, China, and Biden's DOJ. Do you think that's a coincidence? I find it that all these guys are the are the ones trying to stop the American people from seeing what the hell is going on with this?
2: Man, it's exactly what I would expect. I mean, you know, we've got something good going on right here. So naturally, there's going to be a bunch of crap thrown in, a bunch of
1: wrenches thrown in the gears right here. So we Absolutely. just got to see how the fight goes, man. And the fight is so waging on, and we're going to see here in just a moment how close Joe Biden and Obama are still are, still are uh, as far as friends. And talking, the corruption from the Obama years is not over. It is just beginning. And the so-called nonprofit group, the Protect Democracy Project, is now involving itself in the Arizona Senate audit of Maricopa County. The thing is, man, the Board of Supervisors heard enough heard enough from their own people to back off, which they did, and now the big guns are now stepping in and saying, "No, no, no, we're gonna do. We're gonna have to start throwing monkey wrenches in as well." Uh, Alan Grass on the twitch chest says my PayPal just got canceled for no reason yeah that happened to me last year too my friend welcome to the club so in other news this was pretty this is this is pretty big and I, I want to dig into more of this man I'm sure you saw this the medical examiner um, for Ashley Babbitt the DC chief medical examiner he put um he put he announced the causes of death for the people that died on January 6th Ashley Babbitt is the most probably the um the most surprising one here cause of death gunshot wound to the left anterior shoulder manner of death is considered a homicide that is big news and there is reports out there that some people know the name of the guy that killed her um i'm pretty sure he's a black dude not that it matters of the race but from what i can remember um he was he was a black guy and that could be also why they are hiding the fact that he he did this we still don't know if this guy's going to be charged, what's happening with it, we have no idea. But look at the other ones, man. Kevin Greason, cause of death. Hyper extensive. Um, aerial, I'm not even going to try. Our, our cardiovascular disease, a.k.a. a heart attack. Benjamin Phillips, same thing. Heart attack. Roseanne Boylan. Manner of death was an accident. Acute amphetamine intoxication. So maybe an overdose. The cause and manner of death of Capitol Police. Officer Brian Sicknick, you know, the one they said that got beat down with the fire extinguisher. We still don't know how he died. What I think is going on here, I find it, is that their entire narrative around January 6th has completely collapsed. Were you surprised that uh, they they deemed uh, Ashley Babbitt a homicide? No, I'm not surprised by that. I
2: am surprised that they still... What I was surprised about was that all of the articles that came out previously, they were all stating different facts about where she got shot and and, and that whole thing. Man, we must have watched that video a hundred times. But... They never could decide, like, where where was the injury? Where was it? Because we watched it, and we couldn't tell by that. You know, nobody was putting their hand over a wound. So, you know, now we come out and say gunshot wound to the left anterior shoulder. Uh, it, you know, if I remember correctly watching that video, that's that wasn't what it looked like to me. No. But, again, you know, this is what they're going to put out as the facts now.
1: Yeah, they just said here, didn't uh, t- uh, uh Roll on uh, Foxhole, didn't they say initially... They, uh, it was she was shot in the neck, and that's what I thought too. I wasn't expecting the shoulder, but either way, my, the biggest takeaway from is that they're ruling it the a homicide. And well, this officer, whoever he is, white or black, I don't know who he is yet. Um, is he going to get charged for anything at this point? To me, skin color doesn't even matter, but the fact the fact that it's being hidden right now, you have to think is race part of the cover up here? And it's unfortunate we have to go there, but it's actually it's a question we have to ask. But either way. Um, we're going to stay on top of that, as always. So Ghislaine Maxwell, I find, is still trying to get out of prison. Her her lawyers are fighting so hard to get her out. And look at what she's complaining about now as far as conditions on in, in, on, in, in the prison, man. This is insane. This is what her lawyers are saying here. This is from Technofog Substack. Among other things, MDC staff noted that the defendant frequently did not flush her toilet after using it which caused the cell to smell. In addition, the defendant had not cleaned her cell in some time, causing the cell to become increasingly dirty. And as we go on here, they go to say there was a pervasive stench of sewage in Maxwell's unit. This is caused when the plumbing goes unused and gases escape from the drains. This past weekend, there was a... Again, that was just what we just read here. The plumbing system goes unused, gases escape from the drains and cause the stench, so they were concerned. And on top of it, it looks like the uh, MDC, especially the East Building where Miss Maxwell is held is permeated with mold and vermin. Cockroaches and rodents are plentiful and glue tracks have been placed in Miss Maxwell's dairy area to help rem- uh, re- remediate the problem. You know what I gotta say about this I find it. Who gives a shit Let her let her sit in the in the filth. I could care less, man. Yeah and this has been
2: look this we're almost at the year mark. We're coming up. you know it's only a little it's only a month or two away from that year mark that we're looking at. And she has literally tried every single way to get out of this. And what this looks like to me, man, is that she's just trying to get out of that cell no matter what. So she's refusing to, you know, act, uh, you know, correctly, I guess, you know, flushing toilets. This just looks like that rebel,
1: <laughs> you know, that rebellion stage to try to get out of there, get moved, whatever she wants. We are rise in the Fox show. What do you think prison is like? Yeah, I was, I was working inside two max prisons when I was still working full time. Um, some places are very clean, but the, the jail cells sometimes just not as much. But the thing is, man, if you're trying to get out so bad, do you honestly think you're going to show up back for court when your court date comes, man, she's going to disappear and get the hell out of here. And the judges know that the lawyers know that. So you can sit there and try all you want. You want to talk about being treated like a subhuman. You should have thought about that when you treated those kids like subhumans, when you were grooming them and selling them off for sex to Epstein. So I had a fun, I found a funny meme here, man. I think this is what uh, Ghislaine Maxwell is going to probably do at her next uh, court hearing, because this is the only way she's going to be get out. Maybe she's going to show the, uh, the judge, some of the mold that's growing on her skin from all these inhumane, these uh. inhumane conditions. So <laughs> this might be a, this might be a future picture of what Ghislaine Maxwell does to get the hell out. But either way, just thought that was pretty funny, but something that's not funny. What I was talking about before, as far as uh, Obama and Biden talking, I played a clip yesterday on the, on lunch societies Um of a reporter asking about the relationship and she didn't really go into it too much. And again, today, another reporter was pushing her on it. And I want you guys to hear the exchange between her and this reporter. Take a listen. To say-
0: for President Obama because you said they are in touch fairly regularly. Mm-hmm. Can you more clearly
3: define fairly regularly? No, that would be violating their friendship. Okay. Is what? it fair to say he is. The privacy of their friendship, I should say. Is he fairly regularly in touch with any other former president? I would say he is the president. He's most frequent former president. He's most frequently in touch with.
0: We talking a few times a week. <laughs> a few times a
3: month. <laughs> I, I'm not going to give it a more define. I'm not going to define it more, other than to say that um, they engage not just about freak important moments in our country, but also about their own families. They have a connection on a personal <laughs> level, um, so they discuss a range of issues when they connect.
0: <laughs>
1: I find it. I'm sure. I'm sure they're talking about their families. I'm sure that's number one right now. That's why I put up on the thumbnail, guys. This is exactly, exactly what they're laughing about. The Second Amendment's burning, kids are getting killed and just gang raped on on the border. We're going to talk about that today, too. It's unfortunate. And they're just laughing that they're just laughing it up. I'm sure, man, they're just talking about their families, though
2: yeah man and during his campaign he was all over the place obama was out on the stage he was trying to help him as much as possible and ever since biden came in i haven't really seen him on a stage he hasn't been in my face all across my news feeds and it's because he's got that little earpiece in biden's ear man so
1: he's (laughs) he's getting done what he wants to he is getting done dude it's it's so you couldn't you can't talk about more what a what an absolute great if one of these drops man talking about shadow president q was on top of that one um there is no doubt by any means and guys, thanks for listening to our news blitz of the day. We're going to be getting into our funny video of the night right now. So guys, thank you so much for hanging out today. We got a bunch of people here listening to the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. I love doing this, guys. And just remember, the best way to donate to the show to keep this running on a full-time basis, send a donation through our Cash App. The mods are dropping those links right now. 100% 100% of those proceeds go directly to this channel to keep this going full-time, and we can keep getting these shows five days a week, and we're going to continue to do that. d has their lemons on, but they take a nice 40% chunk off the top of that, and uh, it's good. It's good. Not going to say no to any donation here, but Super Chats, the best way to do it is going through the Cash App. Send a message with it. I will read it on air and all that good stuff, and I actually might have got one already. Let me just double-check. Yes, I did. Awesome, it's from Spaz Yeti for being supported as much as I can, brother. I can't tell you how much your support means. And uh, earlier today, Kaboomer uh, sent me one as well. So thank you guys. That is the best way to do it. So continue to send them in, and I'll read them on air. But speaking of Joe Biden's family, Hunter Biden, um, I found this video, man, of him, uh, of him and his, him and his uh, family, Joe Biden's family in particular, of uh, this little home uh, movie that I found for them. I think you're all going to enjoy it. Take, take a sip, uh, take a seat back, guys. Enjoy the show. We're going to get into it right now. Take a watch of this, and I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Here we go.
3: Hey there, sweetie. How old are you? 16.
2: 18? You're first.
0: Mom!
2: I like where this is going. So
1: which one of you wants to lose your virginity? Hey, uh, Brooke, what do you say we get you some more champagne?
3: Sure.
0: (laughs) All right.
2: Did you have sex with this underage girl? I don't want to go to jail, but I really want to take
3: credit. What do you say we hit another bar?
0: Keep it going.
2: I can't. There's a girl tied up in my basement who needs some food.
3: That's funny.
2: Yeah, I... I joke around a lot. That's what it's all about, Hunter. Don't rape it back, rape it forward. What's going on in there? Nothing. So, uh, as you can see, my family's here. And, uh, it's... it's game night. We're playing... sex. What the hell? Oh, for God's sakes, where's that white
3: noise machine?
0: Thanks for tuning
1: in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow
2: your mind when the plan is revealed. Dark to light on the plants they a Grab your flashlight; it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot. Dealing with satanic souls, the tide is turning. Patriots and now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fall,
1: Stay low, open up guys and keep them healed All they do is lie. Realize how everything is real. Through Project Looking Glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there
2: won't
0: be any deals. Boom! Society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severa non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. All
1: right. Guys all enjoy that funny video. I enjoyed it. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. You got to laugh at the uh, at the nonsense and the clowns that are running this country right now. And uh, especially, there was a uh, big article that came out uh, today with Hunter Biden. We're going to jump more into that tomorrow on Lunch Societies. Um, I had a whole entire show lined up and this bombshell report came in. Not really bombshell, but we, it's kind of information we already knew. But just verifying that the uh, laptop was his. Forensic forensic um, evidence came out, I found it verifying it. So I'm going to jump into all that tomorrow. But... Just, just, wanted to give you guys a recap of what uh, Joe Biden's family was really about. So I'm glad you guys. I'm all glad I'm glad, I'm glad I'll have something to listen to tomorrow while I'm working. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man, <laughs> for sure. But before uh, what we're gonna do, guys, um, the main the main content which we're gonna jump into now. I want to I want to talk about what uh, what Joe Biden's doing as far as nuking the Second Amendment. And um, that's exactly um, what what happened this afternoon. We knew it was coming the last couple of days. We didn't know what it was going to be about, Um, but Joe of course made a fool out of himself. So what I did here was I got the best clips that I could find of it and put them back to back with uh, with questions asked of Jen Saki in regards um, to the press conference about what Biden wants to do with guns. And the thing is, right off the bat, I find it because I've bought I've bought a gun before from a private not a private sale but from a gun show and. When I went to that gun show, man, the thing is, it was through a licensed dealer, and guess what? I, I got a background check. I didn't just go to this gun shop, buy a gun, didn't register it, no paperwork, no nothing. But according to Joe Biden, man, that's exactly what happens. So here we go with the first clip here. You go to a gun show, you can buy whatever you want. No background check. This is what he said.
0: Most people don't know it. You walk into a store and you buy a gun, you have a background check. But you go to a gun show, you can buy whatever you want and no background check. <laughs> second thing is to close the char. I hate fact checkers.
1: I find it. I really do. I can't stand them, but this one's way, way too easy. Any, anybody that's ever bought a gun at a gun show. And I'm sure you've, I'm sure you bought guns at gun shows before. I, I'm just assuming um, you can tell me in just a second if you have, but from the ones I've gone to, my friend, I've gotten background checks at these gun shows. What about you? man? I, yeah,
2: of course I got background checks, and it's a shame that <laughs> they all
1: fell in the river. It's a
2: shame that boating accident happened, but you know I just can't believe that such an idiot gets to stand up there at a podium and say some stupid shit like this, man. It's just retarded.
1: It is absolutely ridiculous, and it just makes me think: Is the media going to press this guy on anything hard? And they tried to with Saki in regards to the specific statement that Joe Biden made, as far as um, these private these uh, these gun these gun shows not having to do background checks, it's absolutely ridiculous. And a reporter presses Saki on this today and this was her response.
3: And maybe on their websites. Very good, all right, then following up, the,
2: the president said a moment ago, quote, you go to a gun show, you can buy whatever you want, no background check. Is there a special exemption in federal law that he was referring to, or just do FLA dealers not have to do background checks when they're at a gun show?
3: Are, are you asking me if he was referring? No, it's okay. Were you asking me if he was referring to like a specific circumstance? Or I'm sorry, just tell me a little bit more about your yeah. question.
2: I mean, is it the president's belief that you do not have to undergo a background check when you are at a gun show?
3: No, it's not his belief. He believes that gun that background checks should be universal.
1: Right, he says no background check.
3: Well, uh, we know what his position is, right? So let me reiterate that, which is that... uh,
1: Oh, there it is. We know his position, but we're just going to completely overgloss his exact words that were spoken today, and we're just not going to talk about that. We're just going to talk about this BS broad stroke of his position. We know his position on it. Yeah, we know his position. It's called burning the Second Amendment down because I find it, he literally said this uh, today talking about how um, President Biden says no amendment to the Constitution is, absolu- is absolute. absolute. Pr- I'm pretty sure, man, we know exactly where he's going with this. Here's the clip of him saying this exact thing right here.
0: Nothing, nothing I'm about to recommend in any way impinges on the Second Amendment. they are phony arguments suggesting that these are Second Amendment rights at stake from what we're talking about. But no amendment no amendment to the constitution is absolute oh you can't yell crowd you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater we call it freedom of speech From the very beginning you couldn't own any weapon you wanted to own from the very beginning of the second amendment existed certain people weren't
1: allowed i'm not gonna kill you guys any further no amendment to the constitution is absolute man what did you think about when you heard that statement
2: you know, I, I always keep this this point of view, this positive outlook on things. And when I hear something like that, it, it, it makes me shake a little. You know what I mean? It, it's scary to hear those words. Uh, it's a very it's a very dangerous uh, statement coming from him. Even even the, even a bumbling idiot saying it, it still strikes, you know, a little bit of fear inside
1: of me whenever I hear something like that. Yeah, I don't like it either, man. It doesn't. It doesn't sound good to me, and it's just like, well, if 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 none of the, if, if no amendment is absolute, what is your what is going to be your your uh, your take then going forward with anything else that's in the Constitution? That's what I want to know. And just one other thing too, because he brings up ghost guns and a couple of other things. Uh, this was another clip that I want you guys to see here, in case you don't know what red, um, what red. F- Red flaw laws. Is that the name of it? Red, uh, red flaw laws. Um, that's what it says here in the, uh, in the quote. This could have been a gaffe by Biden himself. But um, just one more clip here from Biden, guys, and we'll, we'll tie it up here. Take a listen.
0: Excuse the point of personal privilege we used to say in the Senate. I'm proud that the red flag law in my home state of Delaware was named after my son, Attorney General Beau Biden, our son, excuse me, Joe, who proposed that legislation back in 2013. I want to see a national red flag law and legislation to incentivize states to enact their own red flag laws. Today I asked the Justice Department to publish a model red flag legislation so states can start crafting their own laws right now. Just like with background checks, the vast majority of the Americans support these extreme risk protection order laws.
1: So guys, if you don't know, he was trying to say National Red Flag Law. That's what he that's what he's mandating. Certain states have this already like he said, like his home state in Delaware, but me myself, I didn't know what these were. Um so I just looked it up real quick and the New York Times <laughs> ironically in Google came up as the first one. Uh what are, what are red flag gun laws and how they work and just real quick they are state laws that authorize courts to issue a special type of protection order, allowing the police to temporarily confiscate firearms from people who are deemed by a judge to be a danger to themselves or to others. Often the request for the order will come from relatives or friends concerned a, concerned about a loved one who owns one or more guns and has expressed suicidal thoughts or discussed shooting people. The authorities may also request an order. I have a huge problem with this, I find it, only because of the current... Um, environment that we're living in now as far as politics um families getting torn to pieces over they were trump supporters they either went to washington dc they were there on january 6th we saw this happen where family members that literally hate other family members because they simply supported orange man bad calling police and um and calling the fbi saying that their family members were there and then fbi would actually show up and investigate these people their own blood and flesh to me this is along the same lines here and all it takes man If someone has a grudge against you and you have some family issues or whatever it is, what is stopping people from saying, oh, man, you know what can really screw this guy over, my cousin or whoever this over? I'm going to call in the police and say he's been suicidal for the last two weeks. It gets in front of a judge. What if this judge is a libtard and says, yep, we're going to we have red flag laws here. You have many red flags and we're going to take away and strip your rights from owning guns. This to me is the uh, this is this to me is a roundabout way of Joe Biden saying, yeah, we're not going to we're not going to touch your Second Amendment rights, but we're going to embolden states. We want to encourage states and maybe incentivize states to put these laws through. And uh, this is going to be the negative outcomes of it. But you know what I think, dude, this is no way going to stop criminals from getting their guns. Regardless, what do you think? No, it's got nothing to do with criminals, and it has everything to
2: do with dividing the country even more. What what this looks like to me is just opening a door. It's providing an opportunity. And yes, I know some of these laws exist in what I think 15, 16, 17 states already, but uh, and they're a little bit different in every state from what I can understand. But you know, the whole point of this is the left and the radicals. They like to push every Even if it is a logical, uh, I'm not saying this is, but even every step that, that has a logical position, they push it to its limits to an illogical point. And so, you know, it doesn't matter how pretty one of these laws or bills may come through. It'll get pushed to the limit where it can harm just a normal citizen wanting to have a gun in their home and they aren't dangerous at all. And it's like you said, man, family members can call in on family relatives and get this stuff taken care of. And of course, they're going to throw in social workers to make the decisions on these people to give them, you know, uh, mental like evaluations and things like that, man. And it it just it's a it's a slippery slope. It's a dangerous place. Yes. uh, Whenever you're talking about our rights
1: uh, to own guns. It's a very slippery slope, and I like what Roy Stones and Bones said in the Foxhole chat. Red, uh, red flag laws, the accusers should be held accountable for fake claims. And I agree, that should be in the law. But I'm also just thinking about, as this is all going on here, um, this is going to tie up more, I think this is going to tie up more police. What if, what if this, these red flag laws go into effect in more and more states, and you just have uh, people calling, calling the police on each other and, and ratting each other out, and you have regular law-abiding citizens getting harassed and getting accused of these things while all the criminals are out there still doing their thing. And the cops are more focused on the citizens. To me, that is where they I'm sure Biden, behind closed doors, wants this to go because, again, he's not going to infringe on your Second Amendment rights by any means. But, again, one other thing here we'll, we'll just call out here. As far as what the oppressor was about with Jensaki and him getting her getting pressed on more questions here, because another big point of this was um, the ghost guns. If you don't know what ghost guns are, essentially, guys, you can pretty much go online and you can get blueprints and you can print guns with 3D printers. There might be other ways to do it, but as far as I could research, um, you could have you can get a 3D printer, go online, get the blueprints for it, and literally create a plastic gun that can shoot ammo. That could actually shoot. Um, it's got no, it's got no registration on it. There's no marks on it. It, yeah, it's definitely illegal. But as far as the overall overreaching, um, you know, effects of crime and and uh, weapons getting inside of a criminal's hands and stuff, I've I haven't seen a plastic ghost gun in anything. Any of these shootings are so. It's just like, where is this coming from? So. Jen Psaki was pressed on, you know, some proof and some facts about this, and this was her response in regards to the question on ghost guns.
3: ...slate of nominees for ambassadors as you're you're planning. Um, Go ahead.
2: Thank you, ma'am. A couple questions on the president's gun safety executive orders. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm wondering, does the administration have data on how many crimes have been
3: committed with these ghost guns (laughs) that your team could share? I'm sure we can get you some data. Sure. And I, I bet you a range of the uh, the experts who are joining us here today have a bunch of data uh, and uh, that they could share with you as well, even maybe on their- Let me
1: just translate that for you guys. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't have any data. We just have a old, senile man, old man out there who is clearly declining, just blubbering nothing but BS out there. And no, we don't. We don't have. We don't have data for a very reasonable question. Because if you're gonna put claims out there, right? We do this all the time on our show. You got to bring the sauce. We need the sauce. We need the proof. We need the solutions. And if you can back it up, great. But we got nothing here. There is. We can get you some data. We're gonna have to circle back and get that for you, man. This, is, uh, this to me was not surprising at all. And to just end this, guys, when. Uh, if to put a cherry on top today to all this, um, we can't, I love, I love the gaffes from Biden. I really do. Um, apparently there has been no senior director in the ATF for since 2015 as like the guy he announced his guy today, but he messed up the acronym. Um, by saying this, you guys will see here in just a moment. He actually says it twice and, uh, this is what I'm talking about. Here we go.
0: Finally, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, the key agency enforcing gun laws, hasn't had a permanent director since 2015. Today, I'm proud to nominate David Chipman to serve as the director of the AFT. AFT? David knows AFT well. AFT? He served there for 25 years. (laughs) And Vice President Harris and I believe he's the right person at this moment for this important agency. It's the ATF for God's sake.
1: God's sake. Yes. This is our clown. <laughs> we already had it. We already have an earlier clown. We got plenty of clowns later for you guys. But yes, that is what, uh, that was the gaff of the day as far as uh, <laughs> Joe. You can't get through one, man. He just can't get through one presser without saying something retarded. And this is where we're at, man. I'm sure you got to laugh out of this. <laughs> dude and and when i think back about all the gaps that we've got they're just so
2: gold i think well i'm still my favorite is true international up into pressure that's still my favorite i don't care what you say out there oh my god (laughs)
1: dude it is the best i just want to give a quick shout out heather thanks so much for the uh, donation great show supporting you guys as best i can heather we really appreciate it thank you so much and just two more um shill seventy one for just because just because donations are always good. Uh, Jayshill, I appreciate it, my friend. And and Brett, thank you so much. This is a shout out. Uh, sh- there's a shout here around the world. Our guns, absolutely, man. And I tried actually buying a gun online last night. It was a AR shotgun, and I couldn't get it because New York says I can't ship a gun that has a detachable magazine, dude. And yet another reason why I hate New York State because they literally have to poke and prod and govern literally every single thing and as far as guns man it's there's it's almost pointless even buying a gun out here they make it so difficult but if you got any donations man go for it
2: yeah, man, I'm gonna read a couple off real quick. Gary, I appreciate you out there, man. Says, uh, "Beautiful day, f you money, God bless." I'm gonna put that f you money to good use. You watch, I'm gonna do something <laughs> for y'all out there as soon as I get enough. I'm gonna look into one of those plain uh, banners, but and then I've got Misty loves loves my accent. Uh, well, great, I'm glad you do.
1: And uh, Heather out there, always here. I appreciate you so much. All y'all's donations are great, Gosh, you Guys, so much love for the woke fan. I appreciate it, guys. I really appreciate it. So, getting on a more serious note here, um, the crisis down at the border is is, is abysmal. It, it's it's chaos. It's been it, we've known it's been chaos since uh, Biden got in, but we have some actual numbers now, and they're and they're coming out, and it's getting really bad. This is from the Federalist, um, the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Here's the number. They took more than 172,000 illegal aliens into custody in March. That's just March, making it the busiest busiest month for the agency in more than 20 years. I'm telling you now, man, they can't blame this on Trump. There is no. They're, they might still try to, but anybody that's looking at this with any common sense at all knows that this is this is getting to the point where it's absolutely. Just you can't, you can't make this stuff up. You you can't, it's getting to the point where it's, everyone's going to be able to see how bad this is getting. And I've been getting emails from my, um, from the border agent down. That's, that's down in Texas. And he says the, even the management, the upper management of, of their division, whoever it is, they're, they're showing up. They're going down to the border, but they're not actually going in front of the actual border agents. They're actually just talking to more upper level management because All these, these bosses, all these upper management people, I find it, they are afraid. They're literally afraid to get in front of these agents and speak to them about the problems that they're, that they're doing. And man, they're hating their lives right now. They are beyond pissed. A lot of them don't even want to work down there anymore, man, because they can't even do their jobs. All they're doing now is social work at this point. It's getting unbearable for these people, man. And just, you know, say a quick prayer for these guys that are down there. They are going through hell trying to do what's right and they are getting zero it's almost like new york city with the police um with mayor de blasio out here in new york zero support and literally antifa and blm were literally running roughshod. all of these officers the officers were probably more in danger of getting arrested themselves than the actual protesters and that's what i kind of feel like is going on here i find it um with what's going on with the immigrants and the migrants coming into the country down at the border
2: yeah, and the, the thing is, man, you've got all different facets. Uh, you know, I've also got family in Border Patrol, and I remember having the conversations uh, with that relative back, you know, even when Obama was in office. And things were really tough for them then. It was tough for them during Trump's administration, too, but it did get better. They were still in a hard situation, even with Trump in there. And I mean, as many good things as we can say about what the wall and his policies did, it was still tough. Now, there's there's so many facets to the people that are coming across the border. A lot of the times you've got, you know, it. it, it is just families coming over here trying to seek asylum. Then you've got people coming over here wanting to work and send the money back. Then you've got the criminals, the cartels that are smuggling drugs. There's there's all these different facets to it, and it's the border patrol's job, obviously, to sift through this kind of junk and and get it under control. But whenever this surge comes through, they are they are literally just working you know hand over foot to try to process these people there's there's paperwork involved there's interviews involved the fingerprint process the the court dates all this junk and you've got this surge of people and it's almost just unmanageable um you know
1: and it's yeah you're right man pray for these people because they they are having a terrible time down there they're getting no support man just give you guys a visual of what this actually looks like you guys can see here before um when things were under control under uh, under Trump. You could see things were very, very relatively under control and they were stabilized and they were actually dropping. And here's the blue line for this year, and it's a skyrocket and it's still going. And like I've said, you're projecting almost a million immigrants at this point if they keep up this pace, getting close to 200,000. 200,000, man, in one month. You know there's probably terrorists in there. There's child smugglers. There, there's all these awful things going on. And even um, Abbott here, who's going to end up being in our clown segment today, for a very good reason. Abbott went on um, and did a news uh, presser yesterday and said that in their San Antonio location where they're housing these these kids and these migrants, they're actually getting they're actually getting raped, sexually molested, and it's all because it's too many people to manage. And on top of it, man, they all have COVID. This is all happening, and literally there was a story of this girl. I, I didn't bring, I didn't show an image of her. I, it was too, it was too hard to uh, to bring up. She was gang raped on her way up to the border, to the point where she couldn't talk anymore. Just think about that. How sick that is. That's how bad they abuse this little girl. And this is happening every single day on this border. But the main story that I want you guys to get a grasp of, because to me, this is the 40,000 foot view of why this is happening, why this has continued to happen for decades and why it's getting worse and worse and worse. This was an exclusive from the Washington Examiner. ICE gave $87 million no bid contract to business with Biden ties, raising conflict of interest questions. Now, we kind of touched on the story a couple weeks ago, but we didn't have many details on it. We knew we we found out that Biden was going to be building hotels for these people to house them because they were running in a room down the border. They weren't equipped to hold that many people and we were like, "Oh great. So they're just going to they're going to kick these people out of these hotels. These hotels are going to become pretty much homes for these people." And they're saying it's a temporary holding place for 72 hours supposedly. They ain't going anywhere, I can promise you that. But I the thing is why this is a, why this is a story now is because we found out the organization and the person that's behind this nonprofit is actually a former Joe Biden staffer on his on his transition team. So, this is the details. The Biden admin did not solicit bids for a multi-million dollar contract to house migrant families and hotels, and instead gave the massive contract to an organization whose leadership has ties to the White House, including one official who was on the Biden transition team. And it's rushed to stand up uh, facilities to whole families who come over the southern border, integrity, and blah, blah, blah. That's okay. We're good with that. Last month, Immigration and Customs Enforcement um, and Agency Department of Homeland Security signed the $87 million contract, 1,200 hotel beds to house these migrant families in Arizona and Texas. But Family Endeavors, this is the nonprofit. The contract was given to the nonprofit organization Family Endeavors based out of San Antonio, Texas, which has no previous history as an ICE contractor. That is very important. These ICE contractors are usually the same ones that they use to help with. This one's brand new, and apparently there was no bid for this at all, which is normally how things are done. And the family endeavors has a former senior official on the Biden transition team in its leadership, former ICE official, Andrew lorenzen Street. Identified as a potential broker in the deal by Representative Andrew Clyde of Georgia, who was tracking the contract as well as two others with knowledge of the situation. Now, this is the thing: wouldn't you consider this a conflict of interest? I find it if you knew that probably one of your buddies that worked for you at one time, you were giving them this contract without any competition to even bid on it. Isn't that wouldn't that raise red flags to you a little bit?
2: Absolutely, dude. And it was planned all from the beginning, in my opinion. All right, That person that was on that, that transition team, they were placed into this organization. They knew what policies they were going to enact or, and drop. They knew that they were going to need to build facilities, and they made sure that they had one of their people in place to give these contracts to. Because anybody out there that's worked in, in, in contracting businesses and, and seen this, this sort of world and how it works, this is so out of character for any business to do. You put bids out. That's how you do it. And they didn't do that with in this situation. They straight up gave it to a to a company. And you know, it yep. just they always they always have one of those nice names, family endeavors, right? Man, it every time I see one of those and I, and I also see nonprofit, that raises flags to me too, man. It just nothing about this sits right and we can all see that it's the circle of the dollar. They're trying to give it right back to each other, man.
1: 100% man, for sure. And I just saw a great um uh, Tom Ford here in the live chat says government contracting is my industry this is 100% illegal and may start a lawsuit. You're absolutely right, you both are right and this is why this is exactly why. It says this bid was not advertised for any competition as is the norm said one person who was familiar with this unless certain ex- uh, unless certain expect- uh, exceptions apply any an agency must compete for that contract said Carol Thompson a partner with the Washington-based federal practice group law firm. So there's already law people looking at this already. So a lawsuit could very well be uh, implemented here. So the only exception, Thompson said, was in the case of an emergency such as a disaster relief. In that case, ICE would have to provide a justification and approval document explaining why it did not compete the contract, a failure to do so would likely result in disciplinary action against the ICE officials who signed the deal and the contract would be canceled. This is why when you say I find it that you think this is planned ahead of time, these guys, they know how this stuff works. They know the system. This justification and approval is a paper trail document to track what these guys were doing, why the decision was made, and then it's done. But this is not what's happening here. So they, uh, the Washington Examiner reached out for a comment. They said ICE published this reason for not competing the contractor after being contacted by them, and it cited unusual and compelling urgency as the reason for not complying with federal contract law. Dude, they made this guy on January 20th, the guy. They knew what was coming. We saw we saw the, the pictures of these migrants saying wearing the Joe Biden T-shirts. Remember that? They weren't across yet. They were gathering and gathering and gathering. This, to me, was an entire setup, easily a setup here. And this is the thing. This is what I'm saying. These people aren't coming over here to spend 72 hours and then just leave. I said in a statement, the hotels are intended to be short term and generally less than 72 hours. No one is believing that. And family endeavors has had contracts with several other federal agencies, including the Bureau of Indian affairs and federal acquisition service. And these previous contracts, man, just give you an idea of the money that we're talking about here. They were $1 million and and 1.4 million. This was usually their average of these nonprofit deals that were made. This one is $87 million in the contract. And despite its nonprofit status, its seven top executives made six-figure salaries in 2018, as much as $312,000 this year. Dude, this is the 40,000-foot view, ladies and gentlemen. Our government here is bankrolling and profiting off of immigration and these people illegally coming into our country. Trump was trying to stop this, trying to stop this. My big thing is if you want to stop this, label the cartels terrorist organizations and take out truly the root of the problem. But when you look at the entire, you know, 40,000 foot view of the deep state, I find it, a lot of their money comes from the cartels and it's a back and forth relationship. No one, no one actually, you know, touches each other. Joe Biden's not going up the cartels and saying, hey, send them over. There's a lot of other things going on between there, but they are working hand in hand and they're also helping each other make more and more money. And again, this is what it looks like when your government is truly helping traffic these people and children. And I want to put it up here again because I feel like the thumbnail is powerful, man. These kids, that kid here that got kidnapped and then just abandoned in the desert, there's kids out there dying, getting raped, getting smuggled. And guess what? Joe Biden having his night talks with Obama here, laughing it up. They go to bed at night knowing their pockets are good to go. Their friends are good to go. America is getting fucked and we are getting screwed I man, it just it infuriates me. I'm trying not to drop the F bomb. It's been weeks, guys. I have to let one slide. This is absolutely <laughs> it's hard, guys. This is hard to talk about watching it happen in real time, man. what do you think?
2: It is. And you know, it's it's hard to control these these feelings whenever we know that in the in the previous administration to Trump, you know, before Trump People were feeling this exact same way. They were already watching this. They were already calling this out. They, they've been living this this life of having to watch this kind of shit happen for decades. And it's that again. It's that circle of money, man. And you know, I just it just it just popped in my mind real quick that you know, do you remember how how people were coming out from the left and they were they were wanting to abolish ice, right? They're wanting to abolish yeah. ICE. And now we're seeing ICE give the contract right back to a, a Biden transition team member. And, and you're seeing the profit. Looks like a lot of profit to me. I think that's quoted in the article itself. You know, it, 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 shouldn't that make them angry? Shouldn't that make them angry to see this sort of thing come out? And, you know, I don't know if it'll go one in one ear and out the other, but this is one of those situations after they've come out and screamed and screamed and screamed about ICE, to watch something like this happen, they should have that position to turn around and put logic to it if they have
1: any sort of brains at all. Easily, absolutely, man. So, exactly, exactly. It says, F-bomb bourbon flavored. All right, I'm glad people are <laughs> liking the F-bomb. And Nick Tooney, um, it looks like you're trying to share the platform, um, sharing from Poxel will get you recognition, the big platforms, a lot of people over there wondering about you, thought I'd flood. I appreciate it, man. There's a lot of people still, Shocked that I've been doing shows. There's some people that haven't seen me since October, which is uh, baffling to me. But just to give you guys some sauce and extra context, as I always like to do, you guys know I love those wings. I'll bring that sauce. Check this out, because this is how you know the government doesn't give a shit about what's going on, and they're going to continue to let it get worse. Border Patrol has arrested more than 4,500 criminal aliens. God knows that's just the ones they got, and God knows how many terrorists actually got through. And on top of it, the USCIS says it will accept incomplete applications. This was uh, this was announced today that they're going back to a form that was previously rejected in October of 2019, and it's going to allow tens of thousands of ineligible aliens will obtain work permits and slow walk the in- inevitable denial of them getting in here. They're allowing this to happen. And you guys want to talk about something even worse here. They're actually covering it up. The CBP is covering up the fact that they... They got, they arrested two terrorists. And we, uh, we, on this show, we said it, we had their, we had their, we didn't have their full faces, but we reported it. They did indeed get two terrorists. I think they were both from Yemen. But the fact is, this was brought up to the mainstream media. And once it was asked of Jen Saki the CPB went and deleted it, deleted it, their, pre, their entire press, uh, uh, press briefing about it. And Kaylee McKinney here, who now works for Fox, uh, kills me that she's there, but either way, she was calling this out. She says, this is inexplicable and unacceptable. Biden's CPB said terror watch list individuals crossed their border. They den- they d- deleted the press conference, and now this. Um, Anna here reached out to them because she saw that they deleted it. She said, I emailed these people at ten ten a.m. They got back to me at eight o four p.m. Here was his reason for why the news release on the KSTs was deleted, and here it is. In response to your in- uh, inquiry, please see the following statement um, attributable to a CBP spokesperson. The news release in question was not properly reviewed and contained certain disclosure and policy information related to national security that required CBP to remove it from our website, dude, you don't have to show their faces. You don't have to show their last names. You don't got to do any of that. You can at least tell the American people and be honest with them that these terrorists are in fact getting across our border. And this was Saki yesterday being pressed Um, by Peter uh, Ducey here on this and look what she had to say about it.
2: The FBI keeps a watch list of information about people who are known or reasonably suspected of being involved in terror activities. Two people on it from Yemen have been apprehended at the border. How concerned is President Biden about
1: terrorists possibly trying to take advantage of gaps in the border to get in and kill Americans?
3: Well, first let me convey that uh, these type of incidents are very uncommon. Uh, And CBP and DHS can speak more to uh, the timeline uh, and the specifics, of course, in in these particular cases and encounters. But encounters of known and suspected terrorists are very uncommon.
1: Very uncommon, she says. Uh,
3: They do underscore the importance of the critical work that is done on a daily basis to vet those at the border. DHS works...
1: Pure deflection, and I'm not going to go any further, Will. She's, she's had enough airtime on the show today. She says it underscores what these people are, the hard work that these people are doing. That is a pure deflection of saying, no, 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 we're not going to talk about terrorists coming into our country because it happens so rarely. How would she even know that I find it? <laughs> Do you have data on that, um, backing that up, that you you know that for a fact that they're not coming across? Because I'm sure that more than they, they've, they haven't gotten every single one across the border, man. This, to me, guys, it's a cover-up. These people know exactly what they're doing, and our government is literally helping, helping these people and pretty much opening the door and saying, come on in, all of our future voters here, we'll take you in, we'll we'll let you live off the backs of our citizens, and you can go on your way. And this is going to be a perfect uh, segment into the uh, clowns, man. What did you think about this before we get into clowns tonight?
2: Man, you know, it's we're sitting here looking at these really large numbers that haven't been around in 10, 20 years, whatever it may be. And it's scary. It's scary to see them just letting people across the border with without any proper, you know, uh, policies put in place to, to send them back across. But again, just that reminder, they don't catch everyone. They really don't. There was terrorists that were already here even during the trump administration they were waiting they were waiting for their buddies to come across this is the type of thing that that they were waiting on is that free pass to come back and forth and so they're going to use that to their advantage as much as possible even whenever we had policy in place to catch them they were still sending them back across the border where they were free again to try again it was that's all it was was a game over try again uh, you know, thing for them. And so, yes, we have a very dangerous situation going on down there, man. And they, they are going to hide the facts as much as possible
1: from us for, for every reason imaginable. It's unbelievable, man. And the person, don't I don't want you guys to forget either. The person that's in charge of dealing with all this is Kamala Harris. And you know what Kamala Harris was doing, according to Jen Saki yesterday? She's out getting fucking... Bakery snacks in Chicago. I'm not joking. Listen to what she had to say. On uh,
2: immigration and the border, um, as we've discussed here today, Vice President Harris has been put in charge of addressing the root causes of the uh, border crisis. Uh, Last Tuesday, she spoke with Guatemala's president, but she hasn't visited the border or Central America or spoken with leaders of El Salvador or Honduras. Um, She was traveling this week, took time to visit a bakery in Chicago. Um, I'm wondering, is she still working on this? And can you address the perception that she's kind of quietly backing off while Secretary Mayorkas is pursuing um, some Trump-era policies, such as potentially building new border barriers and potentially prosecuting people who illegally cross multiple times? There's a
3: whole lot packed in there. So let me just see what I can do here. Um, First, I would say uh, the vice president was visiting Chicago actually to talk about COVID and the importance of uh, communities getting the vaccine when it's available and accessible to them. And so while she was there, like many Americans, she got a snack. I think she's-
1: (laughs) Jesus, man. Girls are getting gang raped. Kids are getting smuggled. And uh, her- Harris is getting snacks. Snacks at a bakery. That's, that was told, and Jen Psaki clearly defends her. How can you not want to just, you know, go nuts and put a hole in the wall with your fist, man? And just to tie this up before we get into our clowns tonight, to me, this is what it's all about with Harris. Get to the <laughs> 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 take a screenshot ladies <laughs> and gentlemen that's our vp there maybe she's sucking some dick to get into that presidency i don't know man it's infuriating but either way let's get into our second sponsor of the day here and then we're going to be doing our clowns So, guys, I've been advertising my mother's business now for a while. We're doing it here it again. If you guys haven't signed up yet, it is time to lose that COVID weight. Spring is right around the corner, and so is summer. So, Breakthrough M 2 is a fast, effective, healthy weight loss program that uses homeopic liquid drops and a structured, balanced diet. The drops support the body's ability to help clean and get rid of abnormal toxic fat to help your body, the uh, toxic fat that your body doesn't need. While in the program, you'll take your drops three times a day before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We use detailed food lists and exact amounts that help you easily plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You will drink 90 ounces of water or half your body weight um, in ounces of water, whichever is greater each day. And in five to six weeks, the average weight loss for women is 20 to 25 pounds. and men can lose 30 to 40 pounds. Doing our program teaches you how to make the best decisions for your body that help you keep the weight off. This can be the last diet you ever do. So guys, when you sign up on the sheet, this is what it'll look like. This gives you your constellation phone call with a coach that'll answer any and all of your questions on the diet and you'll be on your way to losing weight i did this about a month ago i lost 24 pounds myself it works it's great and there's nothing else out there like it and also it's supporting um patriot businesses and you're helping out my mom and this in this uh in the channel as well so guys go check it out when you use code woke you get free shipping on it as well all righty uh, one other quick donation here before we can get to clowns. Seabass, uh, thanks so much. Connie Seabass, thanks for the donation. Love for the Citizen Journalist. Awesome. And um, also here we got Brett. Again, uh, we are we are rise. My MO is dipped and dripped in bourbon. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I love it, man. If I find it, if you got any, man, um, we'll, we'll get into clowns here.
2: <laughs> I'm all good, man. Let's keep going.
1: All right, man. Let's do some clowns, shall we? Okay, what do we got here? Oh, yes, literally, uh, our buddy Ardoc just tagged me in a, in a chat here, talking if I qualify for this. I don't know, guys, but I do know this will piss everyone off, including, if especially if you live in New York, which I do. From the Gateway Pundit, I find it. New York is going to offer one-time payments of up to $15,600 to illegal aliens who lost work during the pandemic, I'm not even going to go into the rest of this article, man. This is beyond outrageous. Outrageous. You want to talk about, hey, illegal immigrants, get your asses over here. We're going to be giving you $15,000. And that's only for illegal aliens. No ID, no nothing. But yet, man, this is what they're going to get. And just to throw on a funny video here, this is uh, this is what it's all about. You better not. Did you read it? Yeah, I'm looking right at it, babe. I gotta try. You're gonna get in trouble. What are they gonna do, ask me for an ID? (laughs) You're gonna get in trouble. I know, honey, I know, I know. Just let me try.
3: I swear to God, you better not get in trouble. Hello, this is the New York hotline for illegal pandemic aid. How can I help you? Si, si, este un para conseguir dinero para mi familia. If this works. Porque la pandemia. Oh,
1: my lord. This sure is the place. And we are ready to send it direct, wire, however you need it. Can you provide the account information for me? Oh, my god. Si. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about this? I find it. Did this uh, enrage you? It enraged oh, me. Yeah.
2: Yeah dude this is uh this is absolutely ridiculous. I think about the amounts of those checks, the fact just all of it, just all of it put together man and I'm going to admit I went down and read a little bit more of that article and and one thing just sticks out to me that should make everybody's blood boil and that's if the illegal alien is unable to provide any kind of documentation they still will be given $3200 the same amount of money Americans were given for the uh, COVID checks <laughs> and that should piss off everybody dude. I mean, makes me want to denounce my citizenship and uh and give a phone
1: call? Yeah. Dude, we got 1400 bucks. <laughs> 1400 bucks. We are now in New York. You clowned yourself so hard. What do you... Do you want people... Are you begging people to leave your state? Are you begging them at this point? You give your citizens more... Illegal immigrants, more money than your own citizens. New York, welcome to clown number one. Clown number two here, my friend. This is great. I didn't know this, but did you know that evergreens are racist? Apparently, at Portland school, um, they are. They fear that evergreens mascot is tied to lynching. Dear Lord. So, yes, evergreens are characterized, this is the defense of it, by the life-giving force of their foliage, the strength of their massive trunk, and the depth of their roots. To me, that makes sense, right? It's a tree in an individual tree is, and as a forest of trees. Ellen Watmore, a teacher and mascot committee member at the high school, they provide shelter and sustenance. Makes sense to me. But just before the Portland Public School Board of Education vote to approve the new mascot Thursday, March 30th, its director, Michelle DePaschere Community Let's put that in quotes. Community concerns. It's probably just this one liptard here that had concerns about it. Of an unwanted correlation between Ida B. Wells, the historic black activist and Pulitzer Prize winning journalist who documented and crusaded against lynching in a tree which would conjure up reminders of hanging people with ropes from branches. Do you really think I find it that if the kids saw these trees they be like, oh, my God, dad, look, This re- we're going to get lynched. It's a tree. What'd you think, man? <laughs> First of all, why are they making a tree a
2: mascot?
1: Yeah, that's the stupidest thing I've ever yeah. heard in my that, life. That's a great. That's a great take.
2: Second thing, <laughs> it's really freaking weird that it's called evergreen. I'm just, I've just seen that so much over the past couple of years. It's just crazy to me. Third thing is, th- th- y'all, this conversation, this conversation between them went even further down the line. They went so far as to say. Well, lynching trees aren't typically aren't evergreens. They're more of a, you know the other de- deciduous trees with large
1: lower branches. Wait, what are why doing? are you even
2: going that far, guys? This is a retarded conversation.
1: Dude, this is the same thing for me with when Delta said, we're gonna make sure 50% of our pilots are diverse or transgender and whatnot. Dude, does anyone give a shit? When you go on a plane, when you go on a plane, Everyone's looking at you. Not, maybe not now. Before COVID, you'd have all the all the uh, hosts. You know, the, I don't know what you call the stewardesses, the pilot. There, everyone's, hey, how are you? Yes, welcome to our flight. I never once in my life were like, man, I wonder if I wonder if there's uh, if that if there's black pilots, and I wonder if they're uh, binary, I wonder if they're transgender, dude. I don't give a shit. Can you, if you can fly the plane and you can get us from point A to point B without dying, and, and we, we're good to go? I don't care what you are, guys. Clown number two for this uh, school out in Portland for deeming evergreen trees <laughs> as racist. Anyways, out in Texas, again, I'm sorry, guys, your, your governor, he has made this list so many times. And again, this is exactly why. This is just came out today, and I find it. Shout out to you for getting this one. Texas governor Greg Abbott seeks tax subsidies for Facebook to build new data center in the state. This same asshole... Who called gab anti-semitic and said they want to rein in facebook is now going to be um offering land to build a new data center for tax subsidies greg abbott you are a clown you are a snake you are exactly what america does not want you play the middle ground you appease just enough to your base so they don't show up with pitchforks and and torches man you found this dude what did you think about this Dude, you're exactly right though about play in the middle. We've been watching, you know, Abbott over the
2: last month, I'd say month, month and a half, and you know, you you try to count up the score and you end up with a with a point on each side. For the left and the right, whatever you want to call it. And it's it's so nuts to sit here and try to figure people out. It becomes so confusing to figure out what these people are actually about. And eventually, whenever the score gets so high on both sides, you have to say to yourself, this dude is not about the people. This dude is not about America. He is just trying to stay in his little position. He's just trying to keep his seat. And whoever's making the phone call, throwing the threat at him, throwing the dollar at him, whatever it is, he's going to appease that call.
1: That's guys, all this is. Guys, if you can get him out, vote him out. I don't know who's the alternative, but he is going to screw you over eventually. If you're not fully under America for America First, you are a snake. You are a rhino. I do not trust you, and that's it. So, Abbott, thanks for showing up on the show, clown number three. Clown number four, you guys are going to love this. Let's listen to this uh, libtard talk about how much she hates her grandpa, and then listen to how that the same grandpa owned this libtard. Take a watch. I'm-
3: My grandpa was watching a sexist movie last night and I asked him to turn it off so that I could talk to him about how and why it was sexist and why I didn't want him to watch it in front of me. He told me that I shouldn't be upset about other people's actions. Okay, so you know what? I backed his car out of the garage and I'm not going to put it back in. As my action, I'm going to leave it out there and I'm going to see if it bothers him. And you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to play Hot Girl Bummer, and I'm going to play that as loud as I want, whenever I want, at whatever time of day I want. Does that affect you? Oh, and now I
1: can't live here, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> uh, yo, if this was my granddaughter, and she was trying to pull some crap like this, man, you would have been out of my house, too. What do you think about this, dude? She... T- I want to know what kind of what, first of all, movie was watching and what, what, why would you be a dick to your grandpa like that? What'd you think, man? (laughs) I was just about to say, like, do you
2: think she interrupted her grandpa during like a, a John Wayne film? You know, and she—he's just like, shut the hell up! Like this is not—I'm trying to enjoy my afternoon. I'm supporting your fat ass over here in the house, and now you're complaining about what I'm watching on TV. Jesus
1: Christ, man! Hey, buddy, shh, just be quiet. Just a little bit longer. Uh, Revolutionary Bliss says, "Girl, get your ass moving instead of lecturing." <laughs> uh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And one other clown here, guys. I don't—I don't know if I can call this guy a clown. I hope this isn't real. But I'm going to show you guys on here, man. I thought this was too good to pass up. Um, I think my wife... Yeah, my wife sent me this, this Reddit, the Reddit one. Um, It's a picture here of a guy saying um me getting a vasectomy at the doctor's office potentially stopping a future oppressor from being born hashtag black lives matter the thing is man at an atifa soy boy I could see them doing this I don't know if he's one of those or not I don't know if this is real or this is just fake but my god I I hope it's I hope it's fake but either way it's funny as hell
2: dude I'm telling all all out there in the chats whenever Scott sent this to me I if he could have seen my face when I saw it, because I, you know, normally you can you can name it whether it's a joke or, or whether it's real or whatever. I saw this and I'm like, <laughs> wait, wait, what in the actual hell is this right here, man? I, somebody's gonna have to explain it to me. I can't I can't tell if it's real or not.
1: I can't tell either, man. And that's that's gonna wrap up clowns for today, guys. Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh, that was a good. That was a good one. And little man is here now. Oh. Say hey, buddy.
0: Hey. Say
1: hey, everybody oh my goodness oh it's so good man it's so good let me get some my chill music up here oh gosh guys what a great show dude this was an awesome show today plenty of of laughs plenty of uh, plenty of red pilling you guys are more knowledgeable of the world now going forward we brought the sauce man you can't get much better than this guys i hope you all enjoying the show and all that good stuff let's see yeah, man. Chat's been happy. it has been
2: bumping over here. I've been watching everybody on Foxhole. They're having a good time.
1: Just a little bit quieter, buddy. <laughs> Love Little Woke. Go, Little Man. Hey, Little Woke. Everyone say hi, Liam. Just gotta be a little bit quieter, buddy. Just a little bit quieter, okay? And I won't have to kick you out. There you go. I gotta get one of those Batman shirts, dude. Yeah, he's. Uh, that's one of his favorite shirts. He likes the. Um, he likes the superheroes, but also my wife's very into the superhero stuff, so... That's where that comes from. I don't know if that was a hand-me-down or not. I don't remember. No, I bought that. Yeah, wifey bought that. So, thing is, too, guys. Just a reminder: um, the baby shower for little little Odin's going to be on this Sunday at three. We're going to do at three p.m. Eastern. And I'm am so glad you guys are loving the show as always. We gotta get we gotta get these show numbers up. We gotta get we gotta get sharing these links out to as many people as possible now, because guys, there's no algorithms helping us anymore to grow. It was easy back in the day when we had uh, algorithms sharing and getting our stuff out there. It's all on me to do that and all on the woke fan. We need to grow this together, (laughs) share the links to Rumble, my Telegram, everything that I do. It's all on the links in the description. Share it, share it, share it. And another great way to support the show as as well, guys, go to WokeSociest.com. Check out the store tab here. (laughs) and check out the merch that we're doing here at the Truth Equals Hate Speech, the Mr. Potato Head hoodie, the uh, the Woke Society's, all the uh, Woke Society's hoodies, all that good stuff, the V-necks, shh, just a little bit longer, buddy, shh. And the Drunk Society's merch, the uh, coffee mugs, and the hats, all that good stuff. Great way to support the show as usual. And Tastic just donated, uh, donated a diamond for the little man. So I find you got anything else going on tonight? you just chilling with the fam. Man, I'm just chilling with the fam. I actually have the house to
2: myself for a little while. The uh, the wifey oh, nice. and Mrs. I find it are, are out uh, doing some stuff this afternoon, so yes. it's been kind of nice and quiet.
1: Dude, enjoy that, man. I don't. I mean, Aww. I get those uh, when usually when the wife goes and walks with little man, I have the apartment Aww. to myself. But enjoy it, man. That's awesome. And yes, thank you to all my mods as usual. You guys, I cannot do the show without you guys and all that good stuff. We Are Rise says, Scott, when you're ready to relocate, I'm in real estate in Palm Beach. Ooh, Palm Beach. We haven't looked at Palm Beach yet. We looked at Cape Coral. We Are Rise, just your quick take. Do you, what's your take on Cape Coral? I'd love to know. I would love to know. All right, buddy. I'm going to kick you out. Say I. I. Love. You. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right, buddy. Awesome. You can't laugh the entire time, all right? I know. The audience <laughs> is going to think I'm a dick, but it's okay. No more. Shh. Gotta be quiet, okay? Please? I don't want to kick you out in front of uh, 700 people. (laughs) Beautiful. We are Rise says, I find it. You're the chill love. We got some love for you, I find it. There you go. That's always nice. (laughs) I love the woke fam. They're my favorite. Absolutely. All right, guys. We're going to hang out here just a a minute more. I know I find it probably wants to get out of here. Uh, let's see, share it on Gab on Parlor. Thank you, guys. Share it far and wide. Share it everywhere and all that good stuff. Florida's expensive. Tennessee is cheap. Be more digital. Compared to what we pay out here in New York, Florida is very cheap. Um, any state's cheaper than what we're living in now. So if we can survive out here, trust me. Um we can certainly survive in one of these Southern states. And we just want to be in a state that values America first. And we're not going to have a governor that's going to shill and cave to the left by any means. So dude, I got you. I got you. If you need to leave that state, you just give your brother a
2: call down here in the South. I got you.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. Hold on guys. Hold on. All right, guys, we're going to head out of here. We, uh, I'm going to be live tomorrow at 2.30 p.m. Eastern for some lunch societies. I think that's what I'm going to name the segment. I find it. I like it. Um, we're going to call it lunch societies. It goes well with the theme of the drunk societies and all that stuff. But I'm going to be back at 2.30 Eastern. We're going to be talking about some UFOs. I got some UFO stuff set up for you guys. I can't wait to dive into that a little bit. And also what's going on with Hunter Biden and what was revealed in this forensic, um, in the forensic analysis of his laptop. And a bunch of other things. So we'll have to. We'll. Uh, we'll see what the news of the day is, and hopefully no more shootings happen. Pray for. Pray for any of these victims and all that, man. You got any closing words before we get out of here,
2: man? I'll just make sure I'm there for that show tomorrow and come inside the chat for just a minute and troll you with some taco emojis. But uh, <laughs> besides that, man, I'll see everybody else. Uh, it Was
1: Saturday night, and uh, much love, fam. Absolutely, and Heather July, I think of relocating from Rhode Island to Florida too. You need to. You need to. Everyone, let's all move to Florida together. It'll be a good time. But in, in, until then, buddy, right? What do you say? Stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Here you go. Say bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Say bye. Bye.